guys, it's Callie. And Gianna. We missed you guys so, so much. And, like, for some reason, you guys missed us. I, like, in the last, um, 14 months, we have gotten a lot of, like, feedback and people reaching out, basically just saying that they really needed our shitty opinions back in their life for some reason. I don't get it, like, at, like, at all, um... This one person actually texted me and they were like, your podcast like really changed the person I am. And I'm like, that wasn't our intent. Like that wasn't what we were here to do. Like, I'm sorry. Like we had no plans to like change anyone's life. And I guess we accidentally did. So we decided there's no better time than the present and a global pandemic to come back and remind everybody why they missed us so much. And like, there's just been so much going on that I know. How could we not? How could we not? We have a lot to say. So, I don't know, John. is there anything on your life that you want to fill our friends in on? Um, well, I'm still in corporate America, just like a slave to the man, working 10-hour um, days, doing absolutely nothing, training um, old-ass people how to use social media. Um, Yikes. It's not the life I signed up for. Yeah, I'm still unemployed, um, <laughs> living off government money. Flying uh, <laughs> on weekdays. Nothing's really changed over here. Um, yeah, it's pretty much it. Still living at the beach. Gianna's still um, wolf on Wall Street. So not much about us has changed, but um, a lot of things around us are changing, which is obviously why we're here. So we really wanted to call this emergency press conference to let you guys know the Undateable Girls are indeed back. And we found that there was nothing better to talk about on our first mini episode here than the Call Her Daddy Barstool sports scandal. Gianna, do you want to fill them in on, well, whatever person lives under a rock and doesn't know what's been going on with Barstool sports? Yeah, like, first of all, if you don't know, how dare you? And then second of all, what's... What's happening? Always, I'm always ready to fight. <laughs> Wait, I actually like kind of didn't know. Like, I recognized that a certain podcast was not. I actually, I think I content. told you. Yeah, but you text me and you were like, "Oh, like, do you know what's going on?" And I was like, "Wait, what's going on?" And you were like, "Are you fucking joking?" I actually am under a rock. I am always um in the know, like looking for things. They just fall into my lap, really, and I'm just always moving. working. Like, I'm never not working out. I'm always on the clock. <laughs> and I've just noticed that Caller Daddy, like, stopped putting out content. They, like, took Barstool out of their bio. Um, and then they were, like, posting, like, cryptic stuff on their Instagram, saying, we'll, we can't legally speak, but we will. And mm. That's still up. Yeah. They said, we are always 100% transparent with the daddy gang, but legally we can't speak out yet. What we will say is we will never fucking leave you daddy gang. The minute we can speak, we will. Yeah, okay. Spoiler alert. They left us. (laughs) (laughs) They did, in fact, leave us. So I was in the know of rufflings that there was shit going down, Barstool versus... Sophia and Alex, I won't say, versus call her daddy because legally Barstool owns them. (laughs) 
I and think the best part of it is like Dave posting from Call Her Daddy, and I'm like, oh yeah, he owns it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Um. So then I think was it Monday? There's no concept of time in the queue, so <laughs> I have no idea. So then this week, Dave released on Call Her Daddy. Um, what do you call it? Like, Daddy speaks. Daddy speaks. And Daddy did. Daddy and spoke. Daddy, Daddy spoke all the tea. Spoke facts. So, I'll just summarize it. In case, if you if you don't fucking know, go listen to it. Like, let's give it's them a so little bit more it. clout before they get canceled. Let's give them a little bit more clout because it's so worth it. Like, I just love nothing more than tea, and I just Dave says it in his podcast, like. It's true. Like, he's a lot of things. I don't think he's a liar. Like, he has nothing to lose in this situation. No, yeah, like, when, like, I, like, watched it, like, because Gianna told me about everything and I watched it, like, I said to her, I was, like, there, like, I believe every word he's saying. I can't explain why. Like, I don't, I'm not a big men person. I don't trust men. I think everything that comes out of their mouth is bullshit. I trusted every word. That's not for this. <laughs> <laughs> I trusted every word he said. Like, he has no reason to lie. And it's just everything he says, you just, you know, it's facts. I did. I believed him right off the bat. I mean, the the man had a goldfish in his bathtub and somehow I believe him. <laughs> I don't know why I believe him, but I do. Um. So he basically said that Alex and Sophia went behind his back to try to get a new deal after they asked for a raise and they were renegotiating their contract and they weren't satisfied with the deal. Um, let's spit some facts. The deal was that they were going to get $500,000 a year. Plus I literally am ill. Ugh. Commission on downloads and merch and etc. Now I did some math and if I did some math, <laughs> I asked Google because I wouldn't even know how to do an equation if I tried. She and went to put it in the calculator and didn't know what numbers to use. So she went to Google is what I happened. I just looked at I looked at zero for a while and it's just gonna be all right. Um, so then I looked at Google and so they started making seventy thousand dollars a year, which I feel like is pretty good considering that they were really no one till Forrestal bought them. I didn't and listen to them before. Callie wouldn't know what to do with seventy grand if it fell into oh. her lap. Oh my god, I cry. <laughs> So like that's a pretty sweet deal when they were like going into the office once a week and recording an hour. Where and again, podcast. we are podcasting right now. I appreciate what an art podcasting is, but to make any amount of money to do to talk about whether it's sex, news, celebrity, sports, it's a pretty good fucking gig. Like you're doing it because you like doing it. It's a passion. You should be happy to honestly make anything to do it. That's a huge part of it. For sure. So, like I said, I had to go to hand in Google because I don't know how to use a calculator. And the average person gets a 2.7% raise um, per year at their job. And um, riddle me this, they got a 614% raise. I wish you all could have seen the way her jaw dropped when she read that number. So imagine going to work somewhere every day where everybody's cool and fun and you get to do what you love and talk about whatever the fuck you want. And then, hey, you get a 600% raise. 
doesn't really seem like something you'd walk away from. But they did. But they did. Hmm. Um, so they tried to shop around and see if they could get a better deal, which I don't know if you guys know this, but I, I, I technically work in the legal industry. <laughs> which is drop just, it on us. Drop it on us, G. Drop that legal advice. Which is just, um, I don't know how I got here, but I'm here. Um, so legally, you can't fucking do that. <laughs> You're in a contract. Um, Wait, that's so another thing that pissed me off, is that he offered to take off time of their contract. Like, you're, like, I actually, like, I would never picture him to be such, like, a, like, a, like, diplomatic, but, like, he was really trying to help them out. I fucking, I can't believe it. Go on. I just can't. Diplomatic? Like, who do I think I am? (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think that he is? Honestly, up there, kind of running, he's running the media world a bit. A bit. That's actually sad. Um. That's for another. <laughs> um, where was I? Um, so they were shopping around. Um, well, actually, this is where Suit Man comes in. Um, oh. I think Callie, Callie has a lot to say about him. Like, I don't even want to attack people's looks right now because it's like so fucking rude and below me. But like, come on. And number two, like, a lot of people have been saying this, but like, it just it can't be said enough. Like, you never. Inter- like let like men interfere with your career your future your friendships because th- that's just it's not it men like yes there's marriage I guess for people who like it but like men don't stick around always like men aren't trustworthy enough like your like your career your friendships like that always needs to come first and I just really think Sophia fumbled the fucking bag on number one her best friend and number two probably the best career she could have ever had or I guess she might still have it in the future if anybody wants to listen to her. I'm not really sure. Me you saying I wasn't going to be aggressive. Deep. I know. Me saying I wasn't going to get aggressive on this topic and immediately getting aggressive. I didn't think that was aggressive. It was more like, I, I you might have been crying on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like really upset. Like, I'm very like frustrated. Like, again, like me and Gianna started this podcast over a year ago. You know, we really enjoy doing it. A lot of people enjoy listening to it. And I just really don't understand why when you're making money, you're working in a good environment, you're working for good people, like you're really going to let a man. I just, I don't know. It's crazy. Isn't it crazy? Callie won't comment on someone's looks, but I will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) A man that looks like Lord Farquaad. (laughs) She dropped it. She dropped the bomb. If these two people procreate... Oh, stop. No, uh, like, that that head of that baby is going to ruin (laughs) her vagina, and she will never be the same again. I'm worried. Oh, the head. I'm, like, literally picturing things that I could have gone my entire life without picturing. I'm in pain. I'm in physical pain from that. You weren't ready to talk about childbirth? (laughs) I'm never ready to talk about childbirth, number one. Number two... Like, you do raise good points. Like, it's just, like, it's so cringe. Oh. So then, eventually they had a meeting with Dave on his roof. They have to, like, flex that he's a rooftop deck. And then <laughs> Dave gives Shuttle them a deal, a deal that, like, 
honestly, it's just dumbfounding that they were like on their knees begging to sign that day. Like it was a half a million dollars plus commission on everything. They would have the call her daddy name. They basically could do whatever they want and their contract would be over in a year and then they could go anywhere they wanted. He literally was just handing them like basically everything they were asking for. But I also find it funny. I feel like you. I find it funny how like number one, the fact that they wanted the name in the beginning, like you are no one right now. Like I just, I like if I'm going into something and I feel blessed to have an opportunity, like I'm not going to get greedy about it. So like, that's the first thing that's different between like how I personally would handle a business deal and them. But number two, like, they had, he like took the time to like sit down with them and then, and like do all that. And then they turned it down. And like, he said it best when he was like, I don't know like who's representing you, but like they're a fucking idiot. Like their lawyers must have brain damage because I don't understand like how you would not take the, that deal. I, and I don't, I can't imagine hiring a lawyer who would advise me not to take that deal. I do just like want to point out that they have like, they're two women and they broke a lot of boundaries in the podcast world. And I'm not saying that they don't deserve all the money in the world, but they could have, they made this brand in a year. They could have blown this shit up if they just kept going. Yep. They like, I don't know, like they lost their vision somewhere and I don't know if it's greed or if on the other half, if it's like love, lust, 10 inch dick. I don't really know what it was. I, you, he, you, I really hope that he has the best dick in the world. He has to be hung because you, like, making half a million dollars a year to hang out with your best friend, talk bullshit, in, number one, your first, like, your first year to be as big as they were, I just, I don't understand where you lose your vision there. Like, that's just, um, it's mind-boggling is a good way to describe it. Like, again, like, digmatized. Like, it has to be good dick. Sorry, mom. I know you're going to listen to this. I think this is setting feminism back a couple years. Oh, I I felt bad for being like, like talking shit on women, but like they started this, like, this is not what this, that was not very call her daddy of them. Like this wasn't the platform that they produced. This goes against everything that they, and again, like me and Gianna weren't avid weekly listeners. Like I wasn't like, I didn't, I don't have a daddy gang sweatshirt. But I, again, as people that who do things like the same thing they enjoy doing, I like really respected what they did, you know, being the number one podcast, being women, being in a business of a lot of men, like they're like, I do, I respect what they do. And I'm very upset to see that this is how it ended. Like this was not, I don't think the ending anybody wanted for them. And now there is talks that Sophia and Alex are not friends. They Alex went to Dave and said that she would sign a deal without Sophia. Sophia wasn't going to sign. And honestly, I'm on Alex's side with that. Like, she had to look yep. out for herself. She's, uh. she's doing, like, again, like, and she admitted, like, yeah, we were trying to fuck you. But, like, now she's doing what's best for, number one, like, her future, her career, and for business. And I, like, 100% respect that. But then, like, Sophia gets on Instagram and just, like, me and Gianna were baffled by her video because she fucking – Somehow it was 13 stories long, but said absolutely nothing. I've, I was bored to tears almost. I couldn't even believe I was watching it. And like, I don't I, even, I was, sorry. Oh I don't even like know what the point of the video was because she didn't address anything. Like she didn't say <laughs> anything that we didn't know about. 
she didn't like make another point she literally just told us what we already knew and she only spoke about things that would make her look like good yeah there was no she like didn't plot line no and like she didn't say anything about suit man like that's a big part of the story like she didn't say anything about like she literally just I felt like she just tried to take one last dig at Alex like being yeah. like Alex did this really fucked up thing and like oh. this and this story gets really fucked up yeah, this is where the story gets twisted. I was like, good God. I was driving while watching it. I literally went to drive my car off of a fucking bridge. I was like, this is, I was telling Gianna earlier, like she literally gets paid half a million dollars to speak for a living and she can't even get on Instagram and tell a fucking story. So number one, I don't even know how people listened to this for a year because it's get to the fucking point. I, don't, I didn't even know what the point was. It just was like, it was so disappointing because when I saw she posted something, I was like, finally, like it would be really nice to hear from the other side. Like, yes, I love that. Like, let's do that. And then I watched it and I'm like, thanks for fucking nothing. Like at least when Alex finally does post, you know, it's going to be good. You know, she's going to have shit to say. It's at a point where it's publicized. Like they're like, just say the dirty details. She's like, and I'm not going to say why, and I'm not going to say this. And I'm like, why? You talk about your <laughs> vagina weekly. You like, just tell us what happened. And it's like, I'm not going to talk about this. Then why are you on Instagram? <laughs> you shouldn't have said anything at all. Like, and if Alex does have nothing to say, then she's playing it well because she hasn't fucking said anything. So at least you think like she's going like, to. I like want her to because I truly think she's the brains of the operation when it comes to call her daddy. And I think that like she's going to be real. Like she gives me the same vibes as like Dave, whereas like. Like, I think, like, it's not surprising to me that Sophia is, like, being a snake on the internet. But, um, <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm, like, really distracted right now because Gianna just sent me a picture of Sophia side by side with Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, while I'm trying to be serious. Um, but I do think, like, if Alex, like, got on Instagram, like, I think she would be like, yeah, I did this, this, and this. Yeah, I was trying to fuck Dave and make more money but this is and this happened. So I'm really hoping that, like, like I wouldn't be upset if Alex, like, pulled through and, like, had her own thing because I think she's very talented, obviously. I don't, like, and I used to think it was talented, but, like, I don't know, like, talented women don't let men, like, derail their success. So I have so Oof. much anger. I don't know where it's coming Oof. from. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, dead ass. Like, I just, like, it just sucks. I think, I think it sucks because, Again, me and Gianna, I keep calling us podcasters when we have, like, five episodes. But it, it just sucks in general as a woman who likes to create art, like, seeing women throw it away. It's just, it's not an example to set when you have a platform. Yeah, and like I said, like, they did something that no one's ever done before. Like, they really did break boundaries, and I just feel like it's so sad, especially for all their fans. Like, people are crazy about them. Like, they mm -hmm. let down so many at the end of the day like they let down so many people they threw an entire brand away like this could have been like insanely big like it was already big and they just like walked away because they got greedy and now they didn't even get to go on tour they could have told people would pay money to see them all they had to do was go into an office one so we can record for an hour about sucking dick and they like it was too much <laughs> That is the dream. They were literally living the, um, like, the millennial American woman dream. I just don't, like, I, and I've seen, like, it's disgusting on social media, like, how much I've seen people saying, like, 
I listen to it every day. I can't believe this. Or like, I unfortunately, as many other people now, like our age with quarantine, I've been going on TikTok often and like TikTok is like destroyed from it. Have you heard that one where it's like Peter Nelson ruined, call her daddy to the yeah. Savage song? Like it's like, it's literally every other video. I'm like, this trend started two days ago. Like people are fucking like, like literally like torn, like torn up, like their hearts are broken. And I'm just like, yo, like I just, I can't imagine. Like I never stand them that hard where like my heart's broken, but like I am sad for like the potential that has been lost. Right. And like, they just like let, they let a good thing go. I know. It's like sad. And I really just don't think that Caller Daddy is ever going to be the same again. Like, there's no way that these two girls are going to get back into a podcast studio and, like, look at each other and talk about sucking dick anymore. Like, that – I think that friendship's over. That ship has sailed. Yeah, I don't know how you – I. it's, like, the worst thing about famous people, and I feel bad, is, like, you can bounce back from stuff, but, like, when things are so done publicly and, like, when money's involved and business, like, I don't know how you, like – I don't know how you fix that. I just don't think like you can like rebrand, even rebrand after that. Like people aren't going to think their friendship is genuine. Like if they wanted to for the money or for the perks, like try and do the podcast, like I wouldn't listen to it. Like they had a chemistry that I don't think will be there now because like this is just so publicized and so like dirty almost. Like I don't know how they could like try and come back. Right. Do you wait, but do you think like, do you think? Alex could do it on do something on her own I think she's definitely gonna have a podcast on her own it's just like it's not it's gonna be a different show like you said like they had chemistry like yeah could literally talk about absolute even when they did their ads it was like funny yeah or like if they did like bloopers of like their intro like they were they were they were funny they were like I'm not gonna even if I wasn't a listener or like their content wasn't always what I wanted to hear like they they had really good on-air chemistry and they were really funny and they were really like it was genuine and natural and candid. And I just like, I, you can't force that. You can't like find that somewhere else. Like, so I don't really know what they're going to do about that. And if she, if they both do a podcast on their own, like there's not going to be any banter. Like there's no, who are you talking yeah. to? Yeah, I know. That, like, it's so weird because like, I thought that about, I was thinking about Joe Rogan the other day. Cause I like, like before we decided to revamp the best podcast, that's not published anywhere. I was like, oh my God, like how do people do podcasts alone? Like, and I just, I don't like, I like, of course I've listened to ones where people are alone, but banter and like side combos that even sometimes you don't know what they're talking about. Like they kind of just give it that like that genuinity that like you don't find when people are by themselves. So it's like kind of awkward, but like, I feel like Alex has enough of a following where like people are going to listen, but it's obviously not going to be the same. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they can't do it. I just think it's going to be different. It's kind of sad. Yeah. I know this is like super like um like I feel like it's like a funeral like the funeral of call her daddy and like nothing I think it's even been announced but it still feels like that I would pour one out but I don't waste alcohol I know I'm not pour. I'd pour one out for like I don't even think I'd pour one out you're right it's a waste of alcohol but definitely not for that no offense girls again like this is not downplaying their podcast at all like there's nothing there's literally like John. No said, one's been ever like done that. anything. Yeah, like it was insane. They, it's and I like, and like we keep saying like, oh, they had to talk about sucking dick for once a week. That is not a dig. Like 
talking about sex needed to be normalized because like how people people called their podcast like the women version of locker room talk like I've talked about like things before in public people have been like looked at me like basically like they're trashy and it's it's unfair because men talk about it a lot so I like I really appreciate that they kind of normalize like yes women think and talk about sex and sometimes yes we think and talk about it in a vulgar way you'd expect a man to talk about it but there's nothing wrong with it and I really like that they like kind of challenge that like Gianna said like that boundary that barrier like that women don't think or talk about sex or being horny or this this and this but it's also like when you're into talking about it like it is something so easy to talk about and they were getting paid such a large and also podcasting is not easy I've had so many people be like oh my god I want to start a podcast I'm like yeah like good fucking luck like talking to yourself or you and your friend talking to yourself for an hour is actually kind of weird sometimes and it takes like it takes a lot to be able to put your personal life on the internet and they were putting their most personal stories on the internet so we do be appreciating that they did that like this is not a dig at them it's a dig at the fact that they fumbled the bag wildly just wild <laughs> so well, I guess we'll see what happens with that I know. I I'm, want this is like developing daily, and I'm just like thirsty for more. This is like if if I don't watch CNN, but if I watch <laughs> CNN, I feel like this would be like breaking news. It's like every day for like millennials, and like every day, like there's a new story about it. It's really been keeping me entertained in the queue, so like I really respect it. Um, I'm waiting for quarantine the queue. But the other day, when you're like, "What have you been up to in the queue?" I'm like, "Is this a club?" Like. <laughs> The sounds like a lot more fun than <laughs> than it really is. <laughs> oh, it has been, it, and it's so funny because like our version of breaking news, it's like Instagram stories. Like my, I texted my mom about it, and like I was like, yes, and then like Dave Portnoy like posted an Instagram, and my mom's like, yeah, I heard something about this, and I'm like, yeah, I know everything because I'm fucking glued to Instagram 13 hours a day. Want to answer her phone though? No. <laughs> So speaking of Instagram stories, there was another scandal over the week, and it's like, it's going to be hard for us to talk about this because it's been weighing heavy on my heart. Um, Sick about it. I'm so sad. It's sad. Um, Hannah Brown was on Instagram live and was singing rock star and used the the N-word. But not just the N-word, Gianna. Tell them what she did. I think it has to come from you. <laughs> she used hard E-R. And I don't even think the hard E-R is in the original lyrics of the song. And to me, like, I'm pretty matters- sure it's a soft A. <laughs> <laughs> and to make, we're both laughing because we're uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, not because it's funny. Um, and to make matters worse, someone brought it to her attention in her Instagram live and said, you said this. And she said, did I? <laughs> and she laughed. I don't like, think I did. And then yeah. her friend was like, I think it was Patrick. Stop, I can't. <laughs> I literally told Gianna, like, I am black and like, it like my face would have dropped like if I used the soft a like I would have looked at the camera and been like holy shit I can't post this like she hard er'd it and then like laughed and proceeded to post it and that's just a huge no no 
in this political climate, like, literally, like it's not it's, not in twenty twenty, sis. Not in twenty twenty. I like maybe three years ago, but like, like I don't even know, like how even blacked out, like in like since like she least looked really. How you do it? She looked very drunk. I'm gonna play the the recording. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm gonna cringe. Have you ever seen a real nigga? Oh, so I did. I'm so sorry. That wasn't you. That was um, Brooke. Oh, I was singing. Yeah, so that's that. The way her friend lied, it wasn't even a good, like it didn't even sound like I could hear the bad lie. She's like, that was um long pause. Like, her um, friend did not even do a good lie for her. No, and just, like, overall, like, the whole thing is just, like, a giant yikes. And then she waited oh. a very long time, and then this was the apology that we got. Um, it says, I owe you all a major apology. There is no excuse, and I will not justify what I said. I have read your messages, and I've seen the hurt I have caused. I own it all. I am terribly sorry. I know... That whether in public or private, this language is unacceptable. We promise to do better. All right. My thing with that is I don't like that she called it language. Call it what it is. It's a racial slur. I like to demote the hard ER, the N-word, whatever you want to call it, anything, to language. Like, she should have been like, I said a racial slur tonight, and it was not fucking okay. So, like, she kind of, like, uh, not downplayed it, but, like, downplayed it when she used For the word sure. language. I think her whole, like, I'm a Hannah Brown apologist. Like, at this point, she could punch <laughs> me in the face, and, like, I would apologize to her. Gianna's um, favorite person. Like, she could do nothing wrong in my eyes, and it just, like, this is not acceptable. And I think with someone like her who has this huge platform and, like, first of all, nothing, not everything needs to be on Instagram Live number one <laughs> celebrities like that's not what we need i don't need you singing a tiktok song someone's live need... every time i log on instagram it's just like, every and, fucking time and nothing's ever happening in a live nothing <laughs> it's so bad every time um i just think for the the deed that was done like her apology just like it's not acceptable like she has to do more she has to do better and i think this is not a for an opportunity for someone with this big platform, especially, like, during the times that we're in, like, it's not cool, and I think this could be a learning experience, and I hope she learns from it, and hope she grows from it, but the, the people need a better apology, and um, she needs to give a better apology, I think. No, yeah, like, Gianna, you said earlier, like, when she, like, she should have, like, made a video, like, when you, when you have a platform that big, and you make a mistake that big, like, you need to get on, you need to, like, people need to see in your face that you're sorry, they need to hear it in your voice, like, an Instagram story with a couple of words, like, that is, like, the bare fucking minimum for a celebrity, it's the bare minimum for anyone, like, she should, like, you should release literally, like, a video, a statement, anything, and I just think, especially, like, you know, being on The Bachelor, where rarely, but sometimes there are, like, people of color, there are black people, she's friends with black people, I just, like, can't imagine, like, doing such a, like, a low standard, like, 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 low effort apology, and I think people expected more. Right, and I, I mean, we don't have to get into the racial issue that Bachelor is, but I just think that, I mean, Rachel Lindsay said this on her 
Instagram, like, she reached out to Hannah and, like, basically gave her an option to go live with her and basically said, you need to go on, you need to state your apology the same way that you did the, like, you, yeah. the, way you the way you said it. Mm-hmm. It's such a good point that she made. <laughs> I also think, like, Rachel, like, again, like, offering to go live with her, like, she's, like, Rachel is somebody that, like, a lot of people, like, respect and like, and like, obviously, like, they're, on, like, cool and friends. Like, why wouldn't she even want to do that? Like, hey, like, you're, like, a really kind, sweet person, influential, like, I care a lot about you, and I said a word that literally disrespects you and your entire family, like, I should go live with you. Like, I don't know. It's so weird because, I, but again, like, like we said earlier, like, we know, like, Hannah Brown's not a bad person. You know, people commented on it, like, black people commented on it and were like, I could tell you were just trying to sing the song and you're drunk and you didn't realize what was going on. Like, and again, like, I'm surprised that that many people were, like, defending her. But it, it just, it could have been so simple if she immediately did go live or immediately did make a video. But now, like, time is passing and she's not posting and it almost just, it makes it look like she doesn't really, like, now she doesn't care, but she doesn't really think it's like, she thinks it's going to blow over. Like, it's not a big deal when right. it's a really big deal. Like, the act in itself is, like, indefensible, but she could have made it right somehow. Like, I mean, she can still make it right, but, like, time's a ticking, sweetie. Like I know. There's going to come a point where even if she does make an apology, it's not going to matter anymore. It's going to be a little too late. I don't know. I don't know how you bounce back from this. I hope she can make it better, but she owes, like, a big, huge apology and better than one that she posted on her Instagram story. People are legit making, like, life-changing, like, fucking giant mistakes in the queue that they can't go back on, and it's stressing me out. Well, like, that's another topic where, like, cancel culture is, like, so toxic. Like, I'm sure that Hannah feels an immense amount of guilt and, like, probably feels embarrassed and up she's probably more like hurt than she's ever been before because of her actions and like I'm like the most guilty person ever so like I can't imagine how she feels but she needs to do better I know and that's what sucks about like like you said cancel culture and social media like sometimes like you do think like when you make like I've made mistakes on like in high I was so bad in high school I one time I remember I posted a picture of my fucking underwear and people commented on it and were like, you need to take this down. I was super drunk. It's not such a me thing to do. And I took it down. I feel I like you probably week. did that last week. But if I, like, now it's more normal because there's, like, Instagram models and shit. But, like, back when I was in, like, not, like, not ninth grade. I think I was in, like, 11th grade. Like, that, like, Instagram was new. Like, Instagram got made, like, a year before that. Like, that was probably, I was probably the first nudie on fucking Instagram when I was, like, 16. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, I'm never going to go on social media again. Like, when you feel embarrassed and upset, like, you want to hide and you just want to disappear. But, again, like, she is too big. Like, when you have – She like, can't stop, hide. Stop being famous. You can't hide because there's, you know, like, fucking – she goes viral on Twitter. Like, her name is in fucking, like, trending. Like, there's – there's um, what's it, articles about it. Like, you can't, like, run and hide like you used to want to do when you were younger and you post something embarrassing. Like – you have to confront it, and like you said, like, you should learn from it. Yeah, it's just like... This also, I know you don't like this boy, so you might boy. not... I don't know if you know about it, but um, Chase Stokes, he's, um, he plays John B. in Outer Banks. Okay, I'm going to say something really upsetting. Go ahead. I know what you're going to say. Say it. I started Outer Banks, like, 
I don't, I don't, it's, it ain't it. Oh, uh, Gianna, you're wrong. I don't get the hype. Like, if I wanted to see white people, like, look for treasure, wouldn't I watch The Goonies? You, uh, first of all, fuck you. Second <laughs> of all, like, you live by the beach. You should like it. Like, I think it has a larger appeal to people that, like, live by the beach or, like, have beach houses or go to the beach. Like, it's a- Yeah, but where is the home. middle class? Why is it poor or rich? Like, where is the middle class? Okay, white people think poor is middle class. Like, if you have a house on the bay and a boat, like, you are not that poor. Like, he doesn't live in the projects. Like, he, like, what they think they're poor is, like, is richer than me. They all have boats, so. I'm just saying. Like, their houses are pretty decent still. Like, they just look messy. I don't think they're as poor as they think they are. I think there's probably poorer than them, but it doesn't matter. Either way, I'm a pogue. But Either way, that show just, like, <laughs> doesn't do it for me. This Am I supposed so- to be attracted to him? He's 100% your type, but he's <laughs> mine. <laughs> He's a dirty beach boy that you, like, you're, like, I understand, like, the appeal for you, but it's not doing anything for me. You don't think, like, Topper's cute or something? He bleached his hair. Maybe their hair's just that blonde. Gianna texted me the other day, she's like, that kid about John Bates, like, he has lip fillers. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> you're fucking rude. I and like no, I don't like Topper. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Briston took a quiz on BuzzFeed to find out which character she was, and she got Topper. I was like, you deserve that. <laughs> Imagine getting that. Wait, my point though. Uh, I don't know what you're he, saying. You didn't hear what happened with him. So he people, as people do when people blow up and get famous. I if anyone ever does this to me, they are going to find disturbing shit. So Did they find like tweets from 2013. Yeah, he tweeted about Justin Bieber. Just because you're old doesn't give you the right to drive like a retard. Excuse my language. I do. I don't use. I haven't used that word since 2011. But (laughs) number one, like, like people are mad about. (laughs) Like there are so many words now that we learn we're not supposed to use. But, like, when social media first came out, like, there were no rules. Like, there were no rules. And he's 27. Like, I'm sure when he was using Twitter in 2006, when it first came out, probably, like, there was no – there. you did not know that maybe in 15 years you were going to be famous or get a job and that people were going to go through fucking 10 years of your old tweets. Well, like, I also, like, I hate that. Like, why are – first of all, who the fuck has that much time on their hands to search – and find someone's tweet like how many tweets do they have to sift through to find one thing that might have been offensive like i know like also, how much time did you spend on that and also like things that were acceptable to say or do in 2010 just don't fly now but they were unfortunately acceptable back then i hate when people do this like, i know and you learn and you grow from it and I, i'm not saying exactly if somebody says er or somebody says song like, of course it's not okay, but it, it, it's also true that, like, we were not educated on language like that then, and, like, somebody said, like, LGBTQ, like, I'm, and I'm guessing, like, he said, like, I'm guessing he said the F word, you know what I mean? And I'm not gonna say it, because that is super, super, it's, I wouldn't even say that word, it's oh. like saying the N word, I don't say that word, but, like, 10 years ago, like, that's what you called your friend who was being an idiot, you know what I mean? Like, and it's so harsh, and, like, it's, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, 
I can recognize that people make mistakes and change. Like I'm friends with people who like, unfortunately have had political views. I don't, that don't line up with me, but they now know aren't correct. And it's just, it's so frustrating when like psychos like go through a celebrity's Twitter. That's like clearly like different and trying to, you know, start, like have a new life and be a different, a, like a person that's grown. And they're like, Oh, well, here's their tweet where they said retard in 2009. Like, just right. it's, like, leave it alone. Like, I like I don't even know. Like I went if I went through my Twitter from a year a couple years ago, like high school. I like, probably said stuff. something fucking stupid. I probably said something yep. fucking stupid yesterday. I, I there's I, no excuse. I called now. Florida fucking stupid, so yeah. I probably offended. Well, Florida is fucking stupid. <laughs> Apparently, I just like I don't happened. like that. I don't like that. That's like a thing that people do now. Like just stop doing that. Like, you're an asshole. You look like, I want, I want somebody to do that and, like, actually share their page, because they probably said something offensive 10 years ago, too. Like, we've all said stupid exactly. shit, so picking things up from the past and, like, trying to make a story out of it. And I did. God. I liked his, his apology. He said, I hope you guys see what I'm currently doing and how I'm continuing to do the right thing by being respectful in today's climate. This does not excuse my words, nor am I excusing myself. I will continue to work towards using my platform in the same capacity I have been in bringing light to the world. Like, my dude is fucking sorry. And that's another thing, like, the fact that he he's 27, like, he's mature and he's grown. So you he's know that these tweets, he's 20, and every other person on that show is, like, 21, 22. He literally looks like he's, like, 15. Well, good, he's playing a 16-year-old dickwad. <laughs> okay I'm, I'm sorry i, I can't i can't wait i forgot this get, was your man's <laughs> i can't wait until we get famous and i date him yeah we'll be waiting a really long time <laughs> hopefully he doesn't have any fucking tweets with a hard r or i can't <laughs> it doesn't say anything though it says lgbtq in the r word oh it it, it says racial but it doesn't say <laughs> I oh I found maybe, them. Maybe oh, no. You're gonna hurt yourself. You're gonna hurt your own feelings. So on August 11th, 2007, 2000, he posted oh. a Facebook picture of him and his friend, his black friend, and he said "surf and ig." <laughs> <laughs> like 2007, like who took the time to do that? And not like saying, 2007, like, or not, not for me because I was like nine. But I was, yeah. Where, where was I in 2007? No, we were 12. We were, we were 12. But he was probably like, I guess he was like 19 or 18. He like Can NIG. you do simple math? Wait, can you do simple math? <laughs> if we were 12, and he is 27 now, and he is two years older than me. Gianna, I still think I'm 22. You're not getting. I can't even come out. Like, like NIG is hard. what you called your friends. I said, I'm not saying it now because in today's, if I say this now, we will. This podcast will go nowhere if I say that. And I'm black, but like, NIG was legitimately then, like what you called your friends. I just like I don't want to even talk about this anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> in 2010 beaver means beaver in german ha f-a-g <laughs> what, he a vendetta against <laughs> he, he hates him he literally hates him. 
I feel bad because these are all things on social media like I probably have said and posted at one point and I don't I do like god forbid we do get famous please don't go find them because I don't know if there's a way to delete everything I've ever said on the internet but I'm gonna have to I might delete my twitter and make a new one if we ever like get on reality tv or something honestly though like like Chase Stokes compared to like like Hannah Brown like at least his was like fucking 10 years ago (laughs) 10 years ago and I think like the part about his apology that was like the best part was when he said that like he's gonna use his platform to yeah like educate and and help and shed a light yeah that and that is exactly what we were like you were just saying like Hannah Brown should have done like you gotta use your platform if you have it you have to use it for and if you make mistakes then you use it to grow right I think it's okay to make mistakes I think this was a big a big, a big fucking mistake. And I don't think that word should have ever came out of her mouth. I don't think it should come out of anybody's mouth. And it's not acceptable. But I think that her apology could have been 20 times better. And I <laughs> I hope she does something with this. I don't know if she, I don't know if she has a PR team. I'm guessing she does, but they suck and they should be fired. And she Terrible. should get someone new. And she should reach out to an organization that does stuff like this and talks about race issues. I think, like, now more than ever, like, I'm not trying to make this political, but, like, this is pertinent. Like, people are still getting shot on the street because of the color of their skin. Like, you can't go on your fucking Instagram live with three million fucking fans and say that word. You can't do it. Literally, literally, like, a couple, like, a couple months after an incident and a couple of days after, like, it really blew up on social media. Like, she picked a really fucking bad time. And it doesn't help that she's from Alabama. Alabama Hannah in her bio, like every black person that clicks is gonna block. Like honestly, she's got to take that out right now. It's not a great look. I forgot who I was talking to about somebody like about driving cross country, and they were talking about Alabama, and I was like, I won't go there. No offense. (laughs) I don't feel welcome there, and she has it in her freaking bio. I do feel bad though, because like I like I said to you earlier, like I do think she's like a really good person, and I don't think she had malicious intent. But, like, the word came out a little too naturally. That That's also something to, um... Too naturally? She was obliterated. Like, she should have not been on her phone. Uh, even when I'm drunk, phone. like, I skip over that word. And somebody, like, pointed out on and Twitter, I saw, like... That they she, were, like, like didn't say that word. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, you skipped over the F word, but not the N word. Like, it's just, like, ugh. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that Jesus still loves her? Jesus loves me. Um, I don't really, <laughs> if Jesus really don't be liking sex, he hasn't liked her in a minute. <laughs> no, what I, was I don't thinking... know if that's true about Jesus. No, what I was thinking, do you think, do you kind of feel like this is what Jesus feels like when, um, he was like reborn on Easter? I, I, I you know this about me. I don't believe in Easter. Wait, What? <laughs> I hate Easter. It's my, like, I, I despise it. I purposely do nothing on Easter. Resurrection is bullshit. It makes no sense, and it weirds me the fuck out. I didn't think I was going to go here. I just went about the podcast coming back. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I totally am so bugged out by the idea that people believe in resurrection, like, and I identify as Christian, so I don't really know what to do about that. I think that's why I'm studying spirituality now. Because resurrection is weird. I, why I did he, why did he come back? 
what do you mean he came back to life? And like, I don't even know if I believe it. Resurrect, like, I believe Christmas. I don't know if I believe in Easter. Okay, on that note, I think we need to wrap up. <laughs> I have so much beef with Easter. I can't believe you didn't know that. I fucking am, I literally sit home on Easter. Easter, lava, like, <laughs> I mean, we all have our demons, I guess. Yours is Easter. Um, so (laughs) we're going to try to bring this back more regularly since it was just like such popular demand. So high in demand. And, um, just send us, DM us, um, topics that you want us to cover. I think next week we're going to ask for you guys to submit, God, words. Assumptions. Sorry, she's dyslexic. (laughs) I actually am. No, I know. I was being 100% oh. seriously. Seriously. Um, assumptions about us. I think it'll just be funny. And we'll probably have more topics. Um, yeah, just let us know what you guys want us to talk about. We've been gone a while, so we probably have a lot to say. We have a lot of catching up to do with you guys. So, again, like Kiana said, like our DMs are open. We um, There's a lot going on. In the- oh, my God, gee, Siesta Key is coming back. Siesta Key is coming back. I have binged all of Love Island in, I, in, in I think, like, since Thanksgiving, and there's over 50 episodes a season, so it was a lot. Um, <laughs> what else is on TV? I watched The Challenge. I, Callie's never watched that in her entire life. Did you, watch, did you watch Too Hot to Handle? Yeah, I don't, I stopped. I didn't like it. Oh, gee, it was so good. I didn't find any of those people likable. I thought they were so likable. Are you serious? No, like, they were so mean to Francesca. Like, is that guy's being annoyed? She lost them, like, a million dollars. She because lost that guy them, like, lied. What's his name? I know they were, like, together, he but, like, what's his name? Okay, Harry, like, bluntly lied. But like, he lied and, like, turned to every, I don't, I really do not like when, like, 10 people are ganging up on one person. Like, all those people turned against her on day one, and, like, I would fuck with them, too. Fuck them. You don't think, like, I thought that, like, the, the accountant, like, that guy, like, I thought he was, I thought, um, Shamar, like, the, the other black guy was funny. I thought David, like, David and Shamar's little bro love. You definitely watched, like, two episodes. Like, it got better. The, it, the ending just, was like, better really, in the beginning. And, like, that girl, Chloe, ugh. And, like, uh, you know, she- Chloe was a lot. And I, I, I just, like, really didn't like it. And it, it, if you watch Love Island, like, they 100% tried to, like, rip that shit off. She's telling me, they're like, oh, if you like this, you'll love Love Island. Maybe I'll watch that. It's, like, honestly the best thing I've ever watched in my entire Wait, life. Wait, can we just say, like, I, like, I watch The Bachelor solely so I know people that are on Paradise, because I think Paradise is a superior Bachelor <laughs> franchise show. And there's no fucking Paradise. It's the only reason I watch these stupid shows. There's a couple of things that the cue really affected in my life. Number one, I was supposed to be the dentist and I can't now. Um, <laughs> I, I love the dentist. Um, number two, Bachelor Nation is trembling. Like, not only did they serve us it, I didn't watch it because, like, I refused because I think it was. That show was terrible. I watched some of it. It was terrible. It was like an attack on my intelligence, I felt like. Like, how, <laughs> fucking, how fucking dare you think I'm going to watch that? Also, like, just, like, I don't know who's in charge of that marketing, but then to, like, market this whole show around A Star is Born, which ends in suicide, like, I just, like, don't know what they were going for. (laughs) 
so bad. I've never in my, it was literal fucking garbage. It was a garbage show. So like, that's where I crossed the line. And then for them, like, we can get in this another day, but like Claire should have never been the bachelor. I think actually, I, I wanted to ask you about that. I think that Corona happened because nobody wants Claire to be the bachelorette. I don't know why I could feel it in my soul that you were pissed. I'm sorry. No one cares. No one cared about you five, five years ago, six years ago. No one cares about you now. Like, ugh. I get what they my were trying to is like, do. No, because like the, I'm, I, like this past season with the 20 fucking two year olds was so uh, frustrating and annoying. And I, I hated all of them. But it's just, if nobody wants somebody from so long ago, I don't know. It was such a weird vibe to me. I get what they were trying to do, but I think they just went, like, the extreme opposite way. And then they also casted men that are 25. Like, no 25-year-old man wants to marry a 40-year-old. Like, they would probably fuck her, but they're not going to marry her. I also think, like, they should just roll with the fact that it's gone to a point where people are on that show to get famous and just capitalize off of it. Dead ass, like, was this season, like, terrible? Yes, but I don't think that Claire's season would be any better. It'd be worse. She's absolutely, like, she came for Matt James when he was, like, trying to do something for charity. Like, I I just, like, don't think she's it. I think it's too much. She's crazy. Like. Also, why can't they find a good medium? Like, why is the person either 22 or 40? Find, like, a a 29-year-old. I don't know. I think, like, the people that were, like, options, like, Tia, I was here for Tia, like, Tia. I would have watched that, yep. Taisha, like, I think either of them would have given, like, a better show than Claire. What, Taisha's, like, 27, right? I think she's older. I think she may be, like, 28, 29. She's, yeah, she's 29. See, that is the perfect age. Like, I don't want to watch people, like, 21, younger than me. But I also don't want to watch a 40-year-old find love. Like, that, like I, that's my fuck. That's our parents. Because like, it's like... 29 is a, a, is a good in-between. Why, like, I think Hannah Brown's season was so successful is because the audience is close to her age. Yeah. Like, we related to her. Like, I'm not going to relate to Claire. Like, am that's I probably going to they... relate to... I'm going to relate to Claire when I'm 40, but I'm not going to relate to Claire now because I'm going to be 40 and alone, probably. I think huh. we're still chasing, like, the audience from when they started, like, uh, when Okay, our, but this show is different now. Exactly. It's a whole like, different like, audience. My, like, they're thinking of the audience from when they started, which was somebody, let's say, our parents' age, who is now 40 or 50, but my mom's not watching The Bachelor, I am. Right. So you should be chasing after a 24, 25, 26-year-old. Because, again, 19- and 20-year-olds watch it, but they're not ready to get married. I really, If I ever have to see McKenna again, I'm going to fucking gouge my eyes out. Like, I don't understand why like, I, they can't get the age right. I did see a TikTok that showed, like, all the women from this season and, was, and someone yeah. laughing. And it was like, they're not getting a season of Paradise. No, like, those girls were absolutely horrible and not it. But, like, let's find a happy medium. There's not one girl except for maybe, like, and I think they made her shitty at the end, except for Kelly, who I wanted to see in Paradise. I did not like any of those girls. Should we, like, talk about how Peter and Kelly are together? Dude! It's just, Kelly, like, horny. Like, I don't know if I could date a guy when he chose four other fucking people ahead of me. It's not even that, because, like, I think at this point, like, we know that that show is not it's setting fake, you yeah. up for marriage. Um, I wouldn't even be like, oh, he picked somebody else over me. I just think that, like, 
I don't get from Kelly's point of view because I really liked Kelly and she was obviously the only responsible choice there. Yeah. I just like don't see how from Kelly's perspective she could watch that show back and be like, oh, I'm still interested in this guy. He's a fucking idiot. So bad. Someone needs to delete that app. Like I thought Nick Vile is bad, but like this was worse. If I have to see Peter like dancing on TikTok again, like I'm gonna... I'm going to off myself. I can't do it. What did you tweet that was definitely about him? It was like, like, why do we let white straight men go on TikTok? Like, that was him. I was like, I think we should all collectively come together and decide <laughs> that white men shouldn't be on TikTok. And I stand by that statement. So bad. And he thinks he's, like, funny and, like, charismatic. And it's so like, weird because I, I thought I liked him. Like, on Hannah's season, I really thought I liked him. And then he had his own season. And I was like, you're the worst person I've ever seen do this show. Ever. 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 And it's like, ugh. like, no, with his problem. Like, someone told him he was, like, important and yep. special, and he fucking ran with that. And he's really like Joe Thompson in that way. That's another story. That's another <laughs> you, like, you can't, you can't give, like, certain white men power. Like, you you really literally can't. have to, you have to, like, leave this, this is what the problem. For men, you have to leave, like, a trail. You give them one treat. Then you give them two. <laughs> like, someone gave <laughs> Peter and whole Bendigo. entire fucking bone, and he fucking thought he was special. Every single person in this, in his path, literally. Men are dogs. What did you think? I I forgot. Like, what did you think about like when like that episode where like Hannah came and she was like sobbing and all all the other girls were like, "What is going on?" I was like personally like secondhand embarrassed. Like I was like I didn't want to watch. I didn't feel for the girls. Oh, for the girls, I felt like we first of all. They're shining up in the camera there for that conversation. <laughs> like, it was super personal. I feel, like, uncomfortable being there. Like, no, that was, act- that was, like, the only, like, pure, raw moment of that whole season. And, like, there should that they should not have recorded it. And I just... I... From that, from that time, like, I was like, oh, man, maybe Hannah and Peter should have really been together. Yeah. But then, like the way Peter ended up, and, like, maybe Hannah was right this whole time. Um, I don't know, like, I think it's hard because, like, I really think that Hannah went into her season thinking, like, this was gonna be her forever. Yeah. And it didn't end up that way at all, and then, like, she tried to go with Tyler, and then he went to Gigi Hadid, he's pregnant, and then, like, and then I think, like, she was obvious. I think what no one talked about was the fact that she was on contract with ABC. Like, she was, she had to be there. She was forced to be there. She was on Dancing with the Stars. It's not like she could have been, like, just joined his season to see how it went. Like, she yeah. was on another show. And, like, that's something that they weren't saying. Um, I don't know. I wish I wasn't there. I mean, I wish Peter's season <sighs> ended there. And for and the fact that Hannah Ann dropped the bomb at the re, at the after the final rose that he like literally went back to Hannah and said that yeah. they had closure like that wasn't closure. Did you like Hannah Ann? Okay, so it's like I really didn't care for her, and then the finale happened, and then I'm like, okay, she's got something. And then I followed her on Instagram, and that was a big, huge mistake. She's everything that I thought she was. She's just a basic fucking bitch. 
My thing with her is like she was like super like in the middle of everything in the beginning. And then she kind of like pulled back and I and I was like, wow, like she really is staying out of the drama and trying to take it seriously. But it's just like at the same time, like she is like the definition of like young and ripe. And it's just like when I was watching it, I'm like, Ew, how, don't like, ever say I can't ripe. <laughs> I've been alone for like three months, okay? And it just like it blew my mind that like like when I was her age and that was like a year or two ago but still I feel the same way like I don't understand how these people go on this show at 21 to 22 and actually want to get married do you not think you have a life ahead of you like do you not have other goals and plans and I get that you can be married and do these things but I just like I it's hard for me to believe that these people go on this show for anything but fame because like why do you want to end your life right now and that's just how I'm talking directly to me what do you want to get married right now? I'm no, I just like want to go on the show, and I think that that may be, be my only hope. No, but I know you don't want to go on the show for love, and you're also 25. What do you mean I don't want to go on the show for <laughs> love? That's not going to help my chances of getting on the show, California. <laughs> you want to go on the show to stir the pie, and that is probably also what they would want from you. So that is okay. all speculation and blasphemy. <laughs> I just was very disappointed because Hannah Ann is a cute girl, but like you said, she's basic, and I also was very confused as to why she wanted to end her life at the ripe age of 22 to Peter the pilot. I was just confused. People from the South are, like, grown differently. I know. They literally are, like, they're brought up for marriage, and it's so upsetting and disturbing because people from the Northeast are just the opposite. Well... Oh. I wanted to end it on Jesus, and somehow we ended up here. <laughs> no, you wanted to end it when I started going off how Easter is a scam, which I still firmly believe. Let's not, let's not open oh. it up again. <laughs> Pandora's box. All right, I guess so, this yeah. went longer than we planned, but that's because, like we said, we have a lot to catch up on with all of you. Yeah, so D, I must let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, we're going to post our... Uh, ups, fuck, I can't say the word. What is assumptions? it? Oh, assumptions. Are you okay? <laughs> it's like a, like a third grade learning level word. You know what? I um got kicked out of the spelling bee in the first round in fifth grade, and I really think that set me up for failure. Like, you know, I can't spell. I've seen you misspell like three letter words. I'm not even slightly surprised. <laughs> I still cannot figure out how to spell definitely. Oh my. No, I'll I'll give you that that word is kind of hard, but, like, still, like, you should seek help. <laughs> I just, like, can't spell, and I really think, you know, one day when I end up at a therapy office, I'll talk about, like, my childhood trauma, but it definitely stems from that. Can we all, I just need everyone to appreciate that I sought out therapy before Gianna, and now she needs to follow in my good footsteps. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> um, I've been doing Everybody a lot. Everybody that listens to this thinks we both need therapy. Look, I do a lot of self-reflection. I know of my problems. I'm just not going to do anything about them, except get drunk and cry. It's fine. We're all honestly, I can respect that. That has been my quarantine. I'm in love. Just you know, I coop up by myself, and then every Saturday, drink until I cry. (laughs) We're laughing, but you're not joking. It's fine. It's healthy. It's fine. We're easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl living the best life in the queue. Drinking my wine. All right, guys. Well, we love you. We're sorry if we re-traumatize you a year later, but 
you know what? You'll Thanks be back next turn. anyway. Okay, bye. Bye, Stay guys. Stay undateable. Stay undateable.